shouted for He's everything to me uh, Go and uh, turn to page 52 Go ahead and turn over to page 306. 306.
good feeling. Anybody else? You don't have to see him. He can testify. hate to get to a place in my life when I thought I had so much of Jesus I couldn't stand anymore. <laughs> you know? And you know, it's just like I said this morning, it's true. We need we need one another. We're we're living in a time we we need one another. We don't realize how much we need one another. But but if you've if you've had to sit at home a few Sundays without church, you, you begin to realize, boy, I miss church, and, and I know that, you know, some people say, well, you're the pastor, you're supposed to. You know what? I need fellowship just like anybody else does. Me and my wife, I'm going to tell you, she, she'll tell you, we miss a Sunday, and it's like, next time you go back to church, you've been gone forever, you know? And, um, you know, so we, when you're sick, you don't want to miss. When you're on vacation, you wish you could get back just in time for service and go back to where you were on vacation, so... Um, but uh, we're going to talk a little bit about it tonight. We've got a few minutes. I will go fast, maybe. Um, we're going to talk about the word trust. And I don't know how many times it's found in Scripture. I don't know all the places it's found in Scripture. I just looked up some different things this afternoon in preparation and some verses. And so we are going to go fast uh, in reading these and not prolonging, but just so you can have something tonight before you go home with to chew on a little bit. Uh, since you gave me a few minutes of time. So if you would stand, let's go to the Word of God. Uh, open to the book of Psalms. We won't be reading there, uh, but we will in just a minute. Psalms chapter 4, open there. We'll be there in just a minute. Father, we thank you tonight. We love you for your many blessings, dear God. we uh, just so grateful for all you've done for us, Lord. Help us tonight through thy word. Help us as, Father, we go home. Protect us and guide us. Thank you for each and every one here. Lord, I ask you tonight just to open our minds and our hearts to you. Let us hear and receive, dear God. Let us be strengthened and encouraged. God, we do pray for those who don't come. Father, for those who won't come. God, I don't know why, but I'm asking you tonight, Lord, reach down and touch, dear God, and soften the hearts, Lord, so that they will come. And help them to see, dear God, how much we need them here to fellowship with. And God, how much they really need, Father, because, well, we're missing them, they're missing us, and they may not realize it, but God, we miss the fellowship. And so we pray, Father, help us tonight, do your will, praise your name, in Jesus' name we ask, and amen. Amen. You may be seated. Can I tell you tonight, as the message this morning, the tempter of the devil, he makes you think it doesn't bother you to miss church. It bothers you more. had it on, I just had it on mute. Man. All right. Um, but the devil doesn't want you to think you're missing anything when you miss church. But I'm here to tell you, whether you miss me or not, you're missing. And um, we miss when we miss church because we miss exactly that, Brother Johnny, the fellowship, the spillover of the Holy Spirit. Uh, when somebody else is feeling the blessings of God, if you're a child of God, you can't help but feel those blessings coming your way. 
and that joy that the Spirit gives you. Psalms, or not Psalms, excuse me. Psalms chapter 4, hold your place there. I'm going to read one verse that I've read many times in the past, but we'll read it again tonight because this is actually where we're starting at. It says, As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is try. He is a buckler to all them that trust him. And then jumping over to Psalms chapter 4, this is where I said it will start. It says in verse 1, Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness, that thou hast enlarged me with I was in distress. Have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. O you sons of men, how long will you turn my glory to shame? How long will you love vanity and seek after leasing? But know that the Lord hath set apart him that is godly for himself. The Lord will hear when I call unto him. Stand in awe and sin not. Commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still. Offer the sacrifice of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. Now understand this. There are those who don't think, again, they're missing anything. There are those who don't think that uh, not serving that that by serving God you're going to gain, but those that uh, really just kind of might whitewash off there. But look what he said. But know that the Lord hath set apart him that is godly for himself, and the Lord will hear when I call upon him. Stand in awe and sin not. Commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still. Offer the sacrifice of righteousness. And put your trust in the Lord. The Bible says that you and I are a living sacrifice unto God. Jump down to chapter 5. We're going to go through a lot of Psalms this evening. I'm, I'm just going to read these one at a time for sake. He said, but let all those that put their trust in thee, talking of God, rejoice. How can you rejoice without trusting in the Lord? He said, let them, let them ever shout for joy because thou defendest them. Let them also love thy name. Let them also let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. Can I tell you this morning, this evening? I rejoice in the Lord, and I can shout. I, I thought about this. There's been a few times of late that that I tell you the truth. I, I was ready. I thought I was just about me taking me my lap around the pulpit like I've done in the past, and I, I didn't do it. I thought, Lord. Let me only do it if you put it in me. Not me. Don't let me just emotionally do something. But can I tell you, because of who God is and what God is to me, I, I have that joy, but I also have that to shout. But look at this. Because thou defendest them, my God is my defender. Because I trust in him, he defends me. I, I can think of a time when, and I'll just be honest with you, I, uh, you go through things in life. How many of you ever been hurt in church? Because I'm going to tell you, I have. I remember a night got, a guy got up, and I mean, I'll tell you what, he, he just lit into me right and left, and, and, and I thought to myself, good night, why has why this happened? But anyways, I listened to everything he said, and then I waited for the men who knew everything about what was going on to stand up and defend me. And they sat there in silence. And all I could do was sit there in silence. Because I wasn't about to stand up and defend myself. But I'll tell you, along the way, God defended me. That's how come I got here. God defended me. And if you stop to think about it, there ain't no better trust to put your trust in than put in God. Because God defends them that trust in him. In chapter 9, verse 10, it says, And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. I'm glad tonight to know that when I call on the name of the Lord, he's right there listening. 
And I can tell you there are times when I've called out to God and God didn't come down in a thunder. God didn't come down in silence. God, God didn't move in, in, in such a way that I was asking him to move. But this is the deal. I didn't, I didn't have to require that God move to know that God heard me. I knew that God heard me because his word told me that when I cry out to him as one of his, he hears me. And I trust in that he hears me. And in hearing me, he knows what to do. He knows how to do it. And he also knows when. We don't have to tell God when to do something. He knows when to do it. I, I think back with Elijah. He said, I'm glad for your sake. Or uh, Lazarus, he said to the disciples, I'm glad for your sake that I wasn't there. If you saw the thing, that he, he wasn't four days late. He wasn't three days late. He wasn't two days late. He was right on time to do what God needed him to do. I mean, just think about it this way. Any other timing would not have been right. He had to meet all the criteria in order to show up at the right time to do what needed to be done. He's never late, church. And I know thy name. I put thy trust. Psalms 31 and 6. He says this. I have hated them that regard lying vanities, but I trust in the Lord. You know, you and I tonight, we look out, we do not like sin. And I'm going to tell you something, church. The church today is becoming worldly. The world is not becoming churchy. The world is still the world. And the, work, the church that's becoming worldly is trusting and not, not hating the lies and the deceptions that's out there. But instead, they regard them as truths, half-truths, or just errors that can be tolerated. Now, I'm going to ask you a question tonight. You think about this. You go to the doctor. The doctor says that you, you, you have XYZ and you need XYZ to cure it, but they give you ABC instead. Now, how many are you going to put up with that? I mean, just to be honest with you, if I've got a flat tire, I don't need an oil change. You stop to think about it. There's, we don't put up with certain things. And, and it's real simple, but, but today in church we put up with all kinds of things in the behalf of we've got to get along. But my Bible says that God says that we ought to do like he does, right? And he hates them that regard lying vanities. He, there's, a, there's a hate in that they do not love or trust God, but rather they disdain God and they trust themselves. And the word hate there is not one of those ones that says, you know what, I don't like you. Blah, blah. He, he hates what's going on in their life. And I will say this, God hates sin so much that Jesus died on Calvary's cross for your sins and my sins, but God is not going to disregard sin in the life of the person who chooses to reject God. Instead, God will punish that person because they chose vanity over salvation. Amen. 37 and 3, trust in the Lord. There's a theme in this. It's got trust everywhere, okay? The, word, the lesson is not trust. Trust in the Lord and do good so that thou... Dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Think about this, church. The Bible says that God's seed will never be begging for bread. In Psalms 40, verse 3, it says, He hath put a new song in my mouth, even the praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. Now look at that very carefully for a second, church. Here is a powerful verse about your witness and my witness about our testimony. Brother Johnny, just like you said, a spill over there. He hath put a new song in my mouth, even the praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. What does the lost world need to see? It needs to see you and I rejoicing in our salvation. It needs to see you and I trusting in a living God. It needs to see you and I fearful of a living God. Not in cowardness, but in respect of knowing that in the end of time when I stand before God, the devil may accuse me, but God's the only one who can excuse me. He's the only one to let me in. 
The accuser will stand and accuse all day long. He accuses me today. He accused me yesterday. And when I get home, he'll accuse me when I get home. But can I tell you, I don't worry about what the accuser says as long as I know what the intercessor can do. So trust in the Lord. He put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it in fear and shall trust in the Lord. Psalms 52 and 8. But I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the mercy of God forever and ever. How long is that? Forever. Trust in him. I like this one here. Don't get this one messed up, church. Don't, don't get this one confused. If you write in your Bible, write it. If you, if you, Psalms 56, verse 3. I'll give you a second to look at it. If you write in your Bible, write there. If you don't write in your Bible, write it down. Put it somewhere so that you'll have it real close at hand. Go over. Let's, let's start this in verse 1. It says, Be merciful unto me, O God, for man would swallow me up. He fighting daily opposes me. Can I tell you, I, I heard this and, and uh, Brother Reg Kelly was talking about this and I'd like to do a little more research in it. He said there was a young man wearing a t-shirt in the Great American Mall somewhere. I don't know where it was, but he was wearing one in one of the Great American Malls. And it simply said this, Jesus saves. And somebody called the law on him. And officers showed up, not a officer, but officers showed up and told him he had to take that shirt off. He had to do something with They actually arrested him for not doing it. And Brother Ed said he didn't know the outcome of the result of what it was, but I can tell you this, church, he, this is where we're living today. We don't think about it very often here, but can I tell you, what's going on on the East Coast is making its way into the Central stuff. What's going on in the West Coast is making its way into the Central stuff. You say, how can that be? They hate New York and California so much in taxes, they're fleeing to the rest of the country. And they're bringing the liberal ideology with them. I, just look at it. Be merciful unto me. Oh God, for man would swallow me up. He fighteth daily. He fighting daily opposes me. My enemies would daily swallow me up. For they be many that fight against me, O thou most high. But this is what I want you to write down. What time I am afraid, I trust in thee. In God will I praise his word. In God I have my put excuse me, I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. Now, church, hold on to that. Jesus told us, don't be afraid of them whom after they've killed the body can do no more. But rather be afraid of him who after they've killed the body can destroy both the body and soul in hell. Don't worry about those who can only harm the flesh. You better be concerned about him who has control over the flesh and the spirit over the flesh and your soul. But I like that. And they says, what time I am afraid. It doesn't matter when, but what time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. In God, I will praise his word. Why the word? Well, let's think about this for just a second. Jesus Christ is the word, right? But also, is it not the word that we've been reading tonight that has told us that God is a buckler to them that trust him? That God is a shield to them that trust him? That if you put your trust in God, it's going to be all right. God feeds them that trust them. God hears them that trust him. I mean, when you stop to think about it all this evening, if we put our faith and our trust in God, it's not wasted time. It's good stuff. I, I agree. I don't know how others make it through who never call on Jesus like I do. And I need to call on him more. I ain't going to lie about it. But you know what? Think about it. Psalm 61 and 4, I will abide in the tabernacle forever, in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the covert 
of thy wings shall I. Jesus said to the Israel to the Jews in the New Testament, How oft would I have covered thee with my wings as a chicken or as hen covereth her little ones? He desires to do that. So he said, I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the covert of thy wings. 62 verse 8. Trust in him at all times. There, that's a simple thought, is it not? Trust in whom? In God. We'll get to that in the verse. It covers it up. Trust in him at all times, ye people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Trust in him at all times. Even when you don't know what else to do, just trust in God. When you don't know what to say, trust in God. I, 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 I'm going to tell you something about me. I'm claustrophobic. And not just claustrophobic, I'm bound phobic. And my wife can tell you the other night, we was, I was talking about putting that tree harness on. The one that says most fits one size fits most, and I was glad that it fit me, but it, it was a little tight the first time that I put it on, and, and I could not get my arm back out of it, and I began to panic. I mean, I was going in a circle. I was telling her, you better get up here and help me get out of this. I mean, I was, I, let me tell you something, church. I didn't used to be that way. I crawled up in this hole right here, and I crawled from there all the way up there. I don't know how far up there, stuck my head out that hole there. And, and, and even back back down there and turned around and come back down. I mean, I spent a lot of time in that hole over there before we filled it with cement. And a lot of time in this one over here before we filled it with cement. And, and I, it didn't bother me, but here's something lately. I don't know what's happened to me, but I'm telling you something. It gets a little tight. I'm getting a little squeamish. It starts to bind and I can't get out. I mean, to tell you, I start to panic. Can I tell you at all? If you just slow down and trust in God, I'm going to tell you what God can do. God can make a cement hole bigger without ever moving the cement. You think about that. God can make a strap looser without ever loosening the strap. How does that work, Brother Ernie? It doesn't make any sense. God can do what's impossible with man. I've seen it. It's pinch time. So trust in God. Church, we, we've got to put our faith and our trust in God. It's not enough to talk about it. You, we've got to do it. We've got to exercise it. People got to see what we're doing. It. They got to understand why we're doing it. And, and the fact that it's not something I do when I show up to church. It's, it's not something I do when there's nothing else going on. And, and, and it's something that we're doing every day. I, I'm going to tell you something. When you're driving down the road, and, and let me just put it this way. When you're riding down the road and somebody else is driving the vehicle you're in and somebody else is driving the vehicle coming at you, you put your trust somewhere. I'm going to tell you, I trust my wife. I kind of trust my kids. I'm not sure about my in-law, son-in-laws at all. I'm telling you, they might want the money too bad. Just joking. But we trust. But the greatest trust of all is going to be God. In the end, God is the only one that really can stop anything from happening. He is it. 6410, the righteous shall be glad in the Lord and shall trust in him. And all the upright in heart shall glory. 7328, but it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all thy works. Hey, if you trust in God, tell somebody. Psalms 115 and 10, O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. He's it. We could keep on going down there. We know these. Uh, let, me, let me jump out of Psalms to Proverbs. We know this one, right? Proverbs 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. What's verse 6? And in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Proverbs 28, 25. 
He that is of a proud heart stirreth up strife, but he that putteth his trust in the Lord shall be made fat. I'm getting bigger. I'd love to say it's all about trust. But what does that word fat mean? It's not talking about your body. It's talking about your spirit, your soul. It's talking about your faith, your walk. You're, you're going to become more about God in every aspect of your life. And, and I will say this. There's, the, it, it, when, when you look at what God does to a person and how God blesses them, and you begin to think about they that are trusting in God and what he's doing, it's evident, in my opinion, evident the difference between blessing and covenant. I really believe that with all my heart. Nahum, N-A-H-U-M, I know. Verse 7, chapter 1, verse 7, the Lord is good. We say God is good, right? All the time, all the time, God is good. The Lord is good. A stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knoweth them. Now look at that, church. He knoweth them that trust in him. You and I cannot fool God. God knows whether or not we're trusting in him. He knows the facts of our life. Zephaniah 3. Well, don't go there because I... I I want to start in verse 10, and I don't have it turned to right now. So last place, Timothy chapter 4. 1 Timothy chapter 4. If you want to turn there, this will be the last place we go. Look what the apostle said. Therefore, for therefore we both labor and suffer reproach because we trust in the living God. Who is the Savior of all men, especially of those that believe? For therefore we both labor and suffer reproach, because we trust in the living God. When you put your faith and your trust in him, the devil doesn't like it, and people don't like it. But every verse I've read to you, before this, and like I said, it's there hundreds of times. When you put your faith and your trust in God, you're going to be blessed. You're going to be protected. You're going to be strengthened. You're going to be encouraged. It's going to be evident. It's, it's just going to change your life when you trust in God. Not just trust about God, but trust in God. But the important part of that is for you and I to understand this. God knows who's actually trusting in him. And those who are just simply trying to use him. I don't mind being used a little bit. But I don't like being abused at all. I believe God's the same way. One of these days it'll come to an end. And God will know the truth. And listen to me, church. The truth can bind you if you don't accept it or set you free if you do. Trust in him. As all, I was going to say or. The or is not a good thing. Would you stand with us evening? Father, we thank you tonight, and we love you, dear God, and we ask you, Father, to help us, keep us safe through the evening. We go home. God, touch our hearts and our souls, Lord, make us stronger, draw us closer. Father in heaven tonight, I'm just so thankful for your many blessings and for your much love. God, knowing this evening that you can do all things, and Father, without you, I can do nothing. So, Lord, this evening, I praise you for all these that are here that trust in you. And I pray, dear God, others that trust in you, Lord, would just get stronger and closer to you. God, we need more, not less. And Father, the more that we need is those that trust in you. We need to be strengthened and encouraged one by another. 
We need to be encouragers of one another. So we thank you tonight, dear God, for your blessings. We thank you, Lord, for answered prayer. We thank you, Father, for each one that's here. Lord, again, we ask you just touch and guide and bless and keep them safe as they go home. We give you all the glory and all the praise in Jesus' holy, holy name. And amen. Amen. Be much in prayer for those who got.